It's time to turn the page. Welcome to another episode of Point C. As always, I'm Christopher Cape. Thanks for joining me. And I hope that all of you are feeling connected out there and ready to get this going. Without further ado, welcome to the episode. So I, I thought I'd start I'd start this one off just with with beautiful Lake Erie. Got here this afternoon, Point Pelee National Park. And um, I gotta tell you, uh, Lake Erie is one of those spirits that that is so immensely powerful you can feel it's it's scary I anytime I'm close I'm always on guard until I um, until I bathe in its power a little bit and then and then it slowly I become maybe more attuned to the vibe here because it's so different than anywhere else and I, I mean not to say that the other lakes don't have this a very equal and um, end of a solitary power that's unique to their own but this uh, this lake will say even considering saying Lake Lake Huron feels more more conducive there doesn't seem to be a danger to it or anything like that um, I went out to the southernmost point in Canada landlocked point in Canada and it um, it was unbelievable check out my Instagram Christopher Cape And there's some uh, videos and adventures that, I mean, I'm gonna need to talk to the park staff and get them to help me get my stuff out there. Because you will not believe what it's like. And, and coming into the park, driving down all day today, I, um, I felt out of sorts. I've been feeling out of sorts. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, you, you know. It's been a tumultuous uh, few episodes for me. And I actually um, was just so, I don't even know how to explain it without sounding too crazy or to get people worried. So maybe I'll stop, but I got here and unloaded and set up and came down to the lake and went for a couple swims and then because this is so flat long uh, point Peely that I skated all the way to the end of the land and spent about 40 minutes just drawing and drawing and drawing those waves crashing into each other from opposite directions you'll see I'm going to make it happen. You'll see tomorrow. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to smooth talk them. 
but I, w I wish that I could explain to you what it's like and there was a meeting there's a this is part of the artist residency week at Point Pelee and I don't know why I didn't think of this I, this is how out of sorts I was so there was a meeting of the five artists that are participating this week and I didn't even mention while we were all together or even ask if they were would be willing to do a podcast with me so I think this is one of those things where the universe has set it up where normally I would do a big group ask like that but I think now I'm, it's it's more important that I seek them out individual individually and, and meet them as artists um, had a little show of one of the artists who I'm going to try to make be the first uh, podcast but we'll see and let me tell you this this woman's artwork is like nothing I've ever seen before it it really shook me to the core um, it was so damn powerful okay maybe I'll I'll sit down and hopefully you can hear me now I hope you heard some of that if not maybe I'll try to overdub it Although, you know what I'm like, I'm pretty fly by the seat of my pants. Hey, I'm Christopher Cape. Well, welcome to Point C. What episode is this? I don't know. Maybe number five, number six. This is probably going to be released three weeks, two weeks from now. So you might be seeing this mid-July. But this is the third week of June, I believe. So... Yes, about this woman's artwork, I was absolutely blown away. Um, there's a, another plein air painter, a young man from Whitby. Um, Jack, I believe his name is, and that's going to be fun. It's always funny when uh, two people who are light chasers get together. Um, a scientist slash artist and um, a fiber artist. So lots of, lots of good stuff coming up hopefully they all agree to it um if not i understand this is a bit a bit strange um so i didn't really have an idea of what i was going to talk about to be honest i'm really still so possessed with the um the point of peely down at the end there um it is unreal and of course uh, you know so many signs I remember even being a young man growing up around here and the signs saying you know don't don't go in a certain part of the water don't even wait in signs saying you know in 2003 2000 whenever somebody died because they got walked off the point and there were so many people walking off the point um, luckily nobody got swept away knock on wood um, but if you're here if this inspires you to come visit this provincial park or national park please do not go off the end um, it looks amazing I honestly wanted to go but there's just so many amazing parts here um, shout out to Josh uh, let me use one of the the wagons that they have at the uh, the center to pull my stuff out onto the beach it would have just been such a pain in the butt to bring all my painting gear out 
trip by trip so I really appreciate that thanks brother and I, I think that's how I'm gonna get the stuff out to the point um, yeah huh yeah I had so many so many interesting ideas and things to talk about I think, um, I mean, what's stuck in my head is even just, um, that artwork that I saw today. And even, oh, I remember. Of course I'm not remembering what I'm supposed to talk about or what I wanted to talk about when I got here. Um, it's such a, such a harsh, harsh memory. Traumatic even. So I must have been maybe six years old, seven years old, and it was maybe the last school trip I remember when while my parents um, were still together we came out as a class or as a school to Point Pelee and we were walking and I remember being a youth and reaching down and seeing a plant with a fuzzy leaf on it and uh, and I just like wanted to touch it, so I reached down and touched it and broke a piece off and was playing with it in my fingers. And um, word got up to the front and they stopped the whole procession and proceeded to single me out. Um, and it's interesting that I wonder how much of that shame and like, how, maybe that was what was going on while I was driving in here and just very I was very timid very um very scared and it took a while for me to sort of get back to to where I was at um but yeah a very a, a very traumatic experience but it, it almost feels like the swimming in here and skateboarding down to the point and and feeling the wind and letting it um, blow away from me really changed the concentrated feeling it really stripped it away and it feels like part of that is gone so much of this trip is a, is such a strange thing for me I feel, um, I just, it feels, honestly, it feels very weird for some reason to be here, um, on my own. And I realize there's other artists, but we're not, there's no group meetup or anything like that. There was just a one meetup to introduce, and I think everybody kind of went their separate ways, so I'm, I wonder if I'm going to be the one who's sort of connecting everybody through this podcast. And I know that I had talked a lot about this in the previous podcast, but so much of it is wrapped up in this idea of um, a romantic partner or somebody to share a moment with. Um, And I think that 
I have no problem when it comes to painting or drawing um, enjoying a moment when I am not painting or drawing it feels like I felt antsy being on the beach being in the lake swimming being at the point I felt antsy I mean when I was skateboarding I was having a great time too and I didn't feel antsy but those other times where I was just sort of resting or relaxing it was very much um, uncomfortable very uncomfortable and I thought this when I was a bit younger but the idea that I love being in nature but I don't I, I've never been one just to go into nature. I've always been somebody who needs to be doing something in nature to enjoy it. And I've sort of settled on, I, mean, I don't want to say settle, or I found painting on plein air, out, outdoors. And it's interesting that only now I'm realizing how much of painting outside is about me being out in the world on my own and being comfortable. And I, and I, people maybe can attest to this, other artists who have gone outdoors to paint and maybe at still at some point they do. In the beginning, I don't think it was very comfortable because I was not, I didn't have a, a clear idea of the, of the state, the mental state that I wanted to be in to actually, to draw or paint. And so I was feeling worried and I was feeling a bit anxious. Whereas now, I mean, on Friday I was in Wortley Village in London and it was windy, it was busy, it was crazy. People were coming up to talk to me, ask me questions, and did not phase me whatsoever. The interaction was great. Just like, I even just setting up the easel right beside me. I, I'm really excited just to get this going, and who knows what's going to come of it. I mean, the colors already look fantastic. But this idea that being still or enjoying the moment, I mean, even, it's tough for me to say being still. I, there was uh, these two Tibetan Buddhists that came up to me. One was from China and the other was uh, from London. and. They were talking to me about yoga and mindfulness and these things. And I said, well, yeah, I love yoga. I used to do a ton of yoga. Now I do um, whenever, whatever it feels right, I do in the morning. And, you know, I'll meditate too. And they were like, you meditate? I said, yeah, I meditate. And they asked, well, how long do you meditate for? Because just you seem like you can't slow down or you can't stop and your mind is... A crazy monkey mind which offended me a little bit which which was funny I thought um, but at the same time it's interesting that my my mind went right to meditation and right to mindfulness when I was talking about 
being able to be in an environment and just be there not not be doing anything not not be doing anything it went to yoga or to meditation or some sort of mindfulness and this was the crux for me with mindfulness and yoga is that I had used it as anything like anything like painting like drawing like skateboarding excuse me Ooh, a lot of soda waters like anything and I was busy doing something and not just being and I'm sensing a really reoccurring theme right now this idea of using some sort of method to put put myself in the moment to strip away to point see it um, it's nice when that works out the connections and is here's a question to think about and I'm not sure I know the answer hopefully we're all comfortable by now listening to this what point what point C is right that idea of living a life of journeys moving from point A to point B and at some point the world acts upon you or you get into direct connection and communication with it and you will stop your journey from point A to point B it'll just pause there won't even be a journey anymore it ha it will have dissolved and so much of what my life is is tied to the idea of moving from point A to point B this idea of doing something going somewhere where am I going it doesn't matter um, so this idea of using painting or having painting put me in the mindset to open up to be the the doorway to point C maybe and it maybe skateboarding is too right maybe, whatever it is there's something that perhaps you do as well that puts you in that mindset maybe it's playing bass maybe it's working in the garden maybe it's cooking who knows only you could tell me or you could tell yourself I think I might go swimming again too.
that's how you know you're sw- you really like swimming. It's a bit cool out. The wind, wind's hitting your skin. I got my my jean jacket on here. Just went in today already. I'm just nice and dry and comfortable. And I'm willing to go in again. We'll see. We'll see if I'm brave enough. Hmm. Man, seeing that woman's artwork, I gotta tell you, it really, it was just very, very powerful. And I am going to go out of my way to, to get her on this podcast. I'm gonna get every, try to get everybody, but she really, um, it's nice when you meet somebody who expresses themselves visually but it's in such a powerful and potent way Um, I'm not going to get too into it because I want her to explain it but yeah I mean it's you're not going to believe it it's it really made me rethink what what I was doing and this idea of painting pretty pictures right and it's hard to I it feels like it it you know what I'm not trashing my paintings you know what I really think it is is that the it's such an immersive experience even through photo because she didn't have her artwork she had a catalog and the it just read so well the immensity and the scale of it all read so well and it it felt like so inclusive and maybe that's that's something worth exploring as a painter or an artist whether that's writing or music or food or whatever think about how inclusive and exclusive your work is and I'm not talking about whether certain demographics get it and certain don't I mean if you were to put your piece in the room or you performed your piece in the room how many people is it directed to? Right? A painting is very... It's very focused. For a painting to work, you must look at it. You must see it. You must stare at it. You must study it. And... even a big giant painting or a mural you could stand beside it or near it or touch it but it's not going to have the same effect as standing beside a sculpture or being near a sculpture or touching a sculpture and I realized too looking at a sculpture is not going to have the same visual intensity or potency that a painting
painting will have. And so I wonder, is there a way to show or to feel, make people feel the Is there a way to make people feel outside of staring or looking or studying at a painting? Right, because it's a very two-dimensional surface. And I, I know that we, you know, as painters, we could put stuff and build up the painting and build off it. But really, for the most part, there is a 45 degree window. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Somebody reach out to me if I'm missing something. But there is like a 45 degree angle coming out from a painting that it reads or it doesn't read. The effectiveness is in that 45 degree angle. Oh man, that sunset's looking good already. Those colors. Oh man, I'm, I'm so forgetful today. I'm feeling out of sorts. I'm not very, you know, maybe those other podcasts, they were a bit more emotional. I felt more stressed out, but to be honest, I'm feeling more calm and more centered than I have in a long, long time sitting out on the point and people would walk by me and they would come up and talk to me and laugh and kids would come up and fall on me <laughs> um it was a really great experience out there i think everybody was in this real wild mindset lake erie and the winds were affecting us all and this group of young men walked by me and one of them looked back Yeezys in hand walking barefoot on the sand and sort of gave me a smile knowing smile and I thought oh that was nice he just must you know it's cool that he thought that I was drawing sketching or sitting on my skateboard in a place where you don't think a skateboard should be oddly enough there I was not the only person skateboarding which is so heartwarming to see people are a bit freaked out by how hyped I was <laughs> those those young kids when they, they were skateboarding by me and I was giving them the shaka they were a bit weirded out but whatever kids need to be a bit weirded out sometimes um so on the way back this gentleman Yeezy's in hand again had just walked out to the point and was coming back and his friends walked by and and he had stopped and he was lingering behind me over my shoulder and I looked over at him and he said, excuse me, sir, are you a painter? And uh, I, you know, puffed up my chest a little bit. So it felt really good and important and recognized. And I said, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, and he said, yeah, I thought you were just by looking at the, by looking at this stuff. Why is this man running towards me here? Oh, he's getting a piece of driftwood. I said, yeah, I am, brother. 
And he said, oh, wonderful, wonderful. He's like, do you have an Instagram? I'd love to see your work. And so he gave me his phone. I wrote my Instagram in. And he, because there's not very, the Wi-Fi out here, the, the cellular data is pretty brutal. And so he he's, took it down. He said, you know, I'm a writer too. And I said, oh, cool. And he said, colloidal. And I said, okay. And he said, do you know what colloidal is? And I said, no, I don't. He's like, it's a scientific term. And I said, okay, I know what colloidal silver is. I used to take it when I was a hippie in Guelph and I had a lung infection and they said that would take care of the pneumonia. And and he said, well, it's a scientific term. And it means when two things are mixed together but they stay separate. He said, like this stone, and he skipped it across the, the lake and into the water. He said, in the water. They're together, but they are separate. And I said, oh, that's really cool to think about. Now, mind you, there was probably like 50 or 60 people that had passed me the whole time that I had been up there. And this guy was the last one to walk out. And he's, we're having this conversation. His friends are waiting maybe 100 meters down to the trail. And he said, well, I'm a writer. I usually write in uh, my native tongue. I'm from India, but I've started writing in English. And I said, okay, um, that's cool. And he said, would you like to hear a poem? And I said, yes, I would. I would love to hear a poem. And he said, okay. Happiness in life like solutions colloidal my thoughts oh dang it how oh man i better remember remember this oh my gosh okay i'm going to write it in the notes happiness in life like solution colloidal There's the third there's the third line I can't remember. Happiness in life. My thoughts colloidal. Oh, it wasn't my thoughts colloidal. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry, sir, that I forgot your poem and I'm gonna have to write it down after. Essentially it was happiness in life. Solution. Colloidal. My thoughts in my mind running suicidal. Maybe not running, my thoughts in my mind. Thoughts in my mind running suicidal. Maybe something like that. I. I did, hope I did not butcher it. And so I, I wrote it down though. And this is this guy was in university. He was a scientist. He was like maybe working on his MA. 
and I just thought, here's this dude from India, came came to Canada this year, and just like dropping poems on me. Especially that poem. And this idea of I mean, it's a powerful, it was a powerful poem. It really hit me. I mean, it, I'm somebody who's having trouble remembering. Like, I can't even really remember my fellow artists' names, which is brutal, because there was only, like, five of us. So the fact that I remembered this gentleman's poem is pretty impressive, I think, for me. Um... If you're not watching this, I was just brushing my shoulder off. Um, I think what was very strange for me was the dichotomy between his... The way his demeanor was and his zest for life. And when he was talking to me, how happy he was. And the sadness of that poem. I was actually a bit worried. I wanted to ask him if everything was all right, but he he looked amazing. He looked so happy. And it struck me that there is this person who is seeing the world and his experience as separate as his life is a bowl and the th- the emotions are things in the bowl. Separate from the bowl, but still in the bowl. I mean, that's what really struck me. Oh, fuck, this is so fucking crazy. And I didn't want to say this at the beginning of the podcast, and I was remember I was saying, like, I was really messed up yesterday and for the last couple days but I didn't want to talk about it because it was so crazy um yeah I had like I was like I'm gonna say it and it's gonna be embarrassing but like don't worry everything's cool but I had this weird thing where I was like packing and cleaning and getting ready to go the last couple days and at one point for like 30 minutes I was feeling so down and so down I just kept repeating to myself like a mantra, just don't kill yourself, just don't kill yourself, just don't kill yourself. And I thought, how crazy. It it lasted maybe no more than five minutes, three to five minutes. And that's never happened before. But it freaked me out, to be honest with you. It really freaked me out. Um... And I was feeling really down and really depressed and really, really not very good, obviously. And I wasn't close to actually doing anything and I wasn't like, I wasn't even crying. It just was like this pain. It was almost like I didn't want to, it was like, it was this anxiety and the suffering I was feeling was so overwhelming that I, the thought of like, how could I not feel this anymore? And my mind was saying, well, there's there's going to be an end to it. And so not thinking about it ending, like, don't 
you're not going to end it by killing yourself. So don't even think about it. Um, but that's so messed up that this guy, this guy came up to me at the end and dropped this particular poem on me. Man, the universe is, works in some pretty crazy ways. Like this, look, I, I wish I had taken a picture of this guy. I'm going to paint you a picture with my words. I'm going to paint pictures with my words now. Nice, fresh haircut. Young, maybe like 26-year-old Indian boy. Young man, sorry. Not a boy. A bit of bit of scarring on his cheeks from some acne um, little thin mustache a bit um, thicker around the middle but not not heavy not skinny just like there you know wearing a white t-shirt with a modern urban design on it nondescript and white Echo Unlimited uh, sweats up to his calves, barefoot, carrying the white Yeezys in his hand. Had a couple silver rings on. Maybe a bangle. I mean, he, might, he could have been coming out of a discotheque. Who knows, you know? But, it, like, what are the chances that this guy drops his poem on me? And it affected me, and I didn't really get it until now, but... Oh, my God. Like fruit in a bowl. Like stones in the lake. Our thoughts, colloidal. Happiness in life. Whew. And this... My good friends is why I really feel connected to podcasting because my god I would have missed that entire connection if I hadn't have talked about what was going on today and I did not want to talk about I did not want to admit to myself about saying saying don't kill yourself you're not going to kill yourself I did not want to admit that. Brutal. (laughs) And I did anyways. Um, Which is good because I didn't... I mean, I wasn't... There was no plan. So, everybody, it's okay. Don't... You don't have to worry. Everything's good. Um, And when I got here, I was like... I was like honestly afraid because it's like I have so many things set up just to do a million paintings on panels and um, I was in my mind I was like you're just going to do a bunch of paintings, landscape paintings, the same thing that you've been doing and then you're going to send a couple down to Leamington to the museum and you're going to sell the rest. Not a bad, not a bad deal. But this is, I mean, I honestly adjusted the sales 
the wind was blowing in a strange way and I need, needed to adjust the sails. And this gentleman acting out of pure spirit came at me with that poem. And that thought is so powerful, this idea that we are not our thoughts. We are not our feelings. These things are colloidal. Scientific term, he said to me. I'll, I'll try to remember to put the definition in the, the comments. And if I don't, uh, send me a message because I'm lazy and then I'll just edit it. Or I just forget when I upload it. Wow. How many, of this, how many of you out there feel that way? That really changes a lot, having the world be that way. My God. I'm so, I am so grateful. I feel so blessed. You know, it's messed up when the, the universe acts in this way. It's, it's so utterly complex and intricate and beautiful. I cannot believe it. And uh, guess what? I'm, uh, my eyes are getting a little bit wet. I thought I was going to make it out through a podcast without that happening, but I'm glad I didn't. Maybe this is a good place to end. The light's getting pretty fantastic right now. So, my Chloe Dale friends, may the fruit and the stones that you carry in your bowl be sweet and smooth. This is Christopher Cape. Be gentle with yourself. And we'll talk soon. Peace.